0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community, all of the 5D mystics out there for this lovely lunar eclipse. It's a partial lunar eclipse and it is a lovely full moon day. We have some channeled guidance. 5D mystics are those lovely three-year-old whole hearts. So you have reclaimed your true self. If you did have trauma narratives or limited consciousness narratives. You know your story. When it comes to trauma narratives, I want to share our first bit of guidance thanks to Patrick Tiahan, childhood trauma survivor, healed and healing. He has a share that explains just what it means for a person who finally has regained their true self thanks to a journey that Brought you to reconnect with your inner child, with your emotional body, to learn how to self-regulate and how to harness your own secure attachment within your own, again, mind, body, to recognize how to tell others that might trigger that adaptive child that was protecting your inner child and you now that are an adult being able to not project your upset and not think somebody else should know better or do better. So not expect another human being to actually tend to that soothing of you emotionally, but also not feel obligated to meet another and soothe them. Because a person who's a healed three-year-old will have both inclinations or one or the other you know again your story but the nervous system is a defective heartbreak shame that felt the need to make things right okay and so the need to make things right or you should make things right adaptive children they want to and are always in a emotional charge and the hypervigilance Because they're not self-regulating, they're projecting in their hypervigilant nervous system. So here's why the survival mode, the biological rudeness, what we see in the movies, we see a lot of that. You will notice a difference between those who are having adult conversations, not only because they have a way that they will be inclined to engage. They will spell out. These are the data points. This is my subjective story to the data point. This is my subjective emotion to the data point. And here's my subjective take on the behavior that I will or would or whatever see. And it sounds mechanical. It doesn't happen this way. It's an automatic. That's why people who are not 5D don't know the difference when they say oh you can't tell the difference you can if you're a 5d person so if you're a functional adult this means you are the person who's your adult self not the inner child not the adult inner child the adult that is handling a whole now three-year-old because you know how to regulate your nervous system and how to talk about your feelings because your emotional body and you are now friends and that's because you did Self awareness and awareness involved also learning your own triggers, your own emotional upset, and how to handle it, not project it and not make demands upon other people. That's the adaptive child. You have to do something my way. I will prove that I'm right, and if you don't listen to me, then I will take control and try to keep proving that I'm right, and then I will make it all about myself and in my brain. I will allow myself to justify my bitterness, my cynicism, my self-righteousness, my little snarky comments and uh, little spiteful, vengeful, hurtful. And then when I go into the shame cycle, I'll just allow myself to do it over and over again. So some people, they don't move out of their low self-esteem, insecure self because they don't handle their adaptive child who doesn't want to tend to their inner child, meaning it's okay it's good. So to begin to have a level of compassion towards self, whatever events happening, the curveball. So to work with the emotion, not suppress it, not work with, it's okay, the feelings that are rising, their feelings. If it's a lot, okay, wait, I'm really overwhelmed. Oh, wait, I got triggered. I got reactive. Okay, wait a minute. Okay. So people who have healed their hypervigilance, as Patrick Tianhan points out, let's go to his little bit of community messages the other day. Healed hypervigilance looks like open-hearted spontaneity. And so thus is a 5D person healed. For a person who's not lived in hypervigilance, we just know open-hearted spontaneity. We actually know how to not close our, heart, our hearts when we're met with those who project their unfinished business. And so here's the human suffering of the world and you must say that humans suffer and they have to be in suffering. And if you don't say it, then I'm going to say that you're lying about being happy and let me impose that you are pretending. (laughs) Stuff like that. For us, the whole three-year-old heart, it's always like, no, I'm not pretending. But wow, should I say that you wish that I'm not happy? Like, which one is it? No, wait a minute, let me just shut up because you don't know how to self-regulate your nervous system while I do. I'm just making use of my mammalian heritage because I didn't get a shame cycle when I was three. And that's because I was able to say, no, I'm not you, mother or twin sister. I'm my own person. I got a body. It's right here. I can see it. I can touch it. (laughs) I have different thoughts and feelings. It's called Maria land. And I'm differentiated from you. But I'm not better or less so healthy self-worth i'm the same as you i'm a person don't you see actually i'm your identical twin so look we're the same (laughs) okay so on that note some of us were just open-hearted and we learn how not to be close-hearted because we meet those who project their trauma narrative or their limited consciousness narrative humans are broken i'm broken you're broken they're broken it's my fault their fault I can't, they can't, and uh, what's the last one? It's unfair, world's unfair, there's conspiracy, there's the devil, there's evil, all of people are to blame for my suffering and you are not a good person because you didn't know how to take care of my emotions the way that I wanted you to do and you did all these things that I don't think were right and actually I think all people are evil. So every person's doing something to get something out of someone all the time. going to try and ruin my relationship. You're going to try and tempt me to ruin my relationship. You're going to try to make me upset while I'm upset already. This is the mind of an adaptive child that has an inner child and they're not looking at their own attachment system. I long to be seen. I'm very upset emotionally and I'm blaming another human being for my upset and creating a story in my mouth. I'm in a hypervigilant. there's your survival, it's not blocking spirituality awakening, it's just a person who's ruminating and who doesn't notice that even if they do yoga or mindfulness, if they don't understand what rumination means and that they don't know they're doing it. I've explained what it means to be doing structured dissociation by person who did it. Not just one person, more than one. You know what they said? No, no, I was conscious. No, no, you didn't understand what I just explained to you. You weren't using your right mode with the left mode as an adult. You were acting out your inner child with the adaptive child who was spitting out vengeance from your mouth and doing a lot of storytelling that comes from your ruminating cycles when you're sitting at home alone and thinking about life over and over and over again in a way that equals a nervous system that is in a state of shame, blame, Fault, guilt, apathy, grief, fear, desire, anger, pride, courage. You know, I wouldn't even use those words because to have courage would mean that you know how to be in neutrality and above. And that's not where people are at when it comes to how they use courage. But courage, in fact, it's narrowed consciousness. So people who stay in hypervigilance, they don't know courage. They know how to say I learned to play the game and protect myself. So I go around uh, studying people, analyzing them, and knowing that nobody's ever going to be there for me. And so I just expect always that you're going to disappoint me. Somebody's going to disappoint me. That's what life is. It's called human beings are selfish. Don't you know, Maria? So that's the world of not 5D mystic land, of course. And here, back to trauma narratives and limited consciousness narratives. They're all over the place. Just notice the 4D, they shifted, and now they're like continuing. The shift actually shifted everyone, but we got a 4D collective that became the martyrs and the superiors and the blamers and the sufferers, so they've decided to hone in on that I'm doomed to suffer because I am special with my special power gifts that were given to me by the entities that I am no longer participating to but that I will know forever and ever because I was told poor you you're such a good 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 person you always do everything for everybody nobody ever does anything for you the world is a cruel cruel place everybody's going to leave you they're all going to abandon you nobody's going to be remember remember my dear no woman no male you're all alone because humans are broken and selfish and evil. And you can't trust anyone. You know how tiresome those stories are every time somebody has some shit go down. It's like, wow, at least you have relationships. I don't know, what should I say to your statement? It sounds like Teenage Land forever and ever and ever. And I'm 43. When are they done with Teenage Land? Thank goodness. 5D educators are there. And people who have healed from their trauma, like Patrick Tehan. Let's go back. So... When a person heals their hypervigilance, finally they can, as he points out, uh, live a life that is their true self. So they can now take a risk of not living in coping survival or a false self. And let me read his post. That way, he can support any of you who are healed and healing, and maybe want to join his group. He's on YouTube. So he says, many of us don't have a reference point for what it looks like to be free of our trauma narrative that runs us. I was lucky enough, he says, at the age of 19 to find myself in a nearly four-year childhood trauma group doing experiential and intimacy work with seven other amazing, brave souls. The work of every member was about processing what happened to them taking risks, and tolerating being seen. We gradually felt safe with each other and the therapist. We needed to spend time bringing up the trauma and hypervigilance and have the opposite of what we experienced in childhood happen, that it is okay to be seen, that it is safe to be you, that people want realness and not our false protective selves. He says, I became freer from controlling comfort, such as isolating which kept my world sad and small. A goal is to consistently have the ability to be spontaneous and attuned with our compass. Do we need to have some fun? Do we need to leave something not serving us? Can we try a new adventure without shame or terror? We can now take the risk of not living in coping, survival, or false self. And as he says, healed hypervigilance looks like open-hearted spontaneity. And my plan is to either do a video for channeled guidance. I already did one, but another one. And so I'll start sharing it with you all on how for the three-year-old whole heart, we learn how to deal with those who are close-hearted and they stay in hypervigilance. And they decide to project their trauma narrative and limited consciousness narrative and their emotion of shame, blame, fault, revenge, apathy, grief, fear, desire, anger, pride, courage towards every single one of the things they will engage with you in. So here's where also announcement We have WhatsApp, Inspiring Human Potential channels. There's two of them. One is for our typical podcast content, our community, those of you who will become part of the master class potentially, stuff like that. But remember, we still have Telegram. The other one is a basic inspiring human potential, and it's where I share with you stories and perspectives from my 5D mystic functional adult enlightenment life to give you examples of what it's like to know emotional self-regulation and experience secure attachment in your relationships You also get to hear about how easy it is to be yourself, to unconscious love, to have compassion and live your best life with inner well-being in the forefront, as well as what it's like to tend to our relationships with the human suffering drama and projection that come from people who have unresolved and unaddressed trauma, attachment wounds and people living their relationships without inner growth, or basically that they're choosing to not heal their inner child wounds. Since trauma is relational and intimacy necessary to heal it through the stories and perspectives that I share with you, you can get an idea of how to handle projection to the best of your ability and to create a safe environment for another person to heal if they, of course, want to, or in fact, if they don't, for you to set a healthy boundary if the person bringing the projection is not seeking to move beyond their safety behavior, unresolved trauma emotion response. So if they choose to want to engage in life from their adaptive child story and keep their inner child wound, that's when they're upset. You should have known better. You're not going to say, fuck you, even though your body might cringe it because I have to be straight. The body will always be like, fuck you. That's why Kali comes up. But then Shiva comes in and then there's Krishna Lila to remind, take the depths of the seriousness with joyfulness and playfulness. And really what it is, is you sit and say, wait, that's projection. They just gave me their human suffering story and bitterness bit because they don't know how to transform the curveball that life sent them and they've decided that evil has won and humans are awful and they're human. So they think of themselves as awful. They don't even know how to love themselves. So there's a whole bunch that could go on. None of that goes on except for stop, silent, nod, apologize, move forward, disengage. No cutting necessary disengage because the minute they see a smiling face is the minute that that bitterness comes up again and again and again because that's what happens when you have a happy person who catches a curveball looks at it or even if it hits you in the mouth you're like whoa shit that really hurt motherfucker my mouth is bleeding wow oh shit I need to go to dentist to get my teeth back in that this is what a person who has actual courage does Because we have a relationship with our emotions, so we don't go around saying, how dare you not put your hand and stop the ball from hitting me in the face. You should have known better. Oh, look at you. Oh, wow, you did it on purpose. Now I'm going to come get you for real. Mm, None of that. No, no. No, I'm not going to engage with you at all while I'm hurting. I'm going to go take care of it because that's what a person who's their adult attachment self does. I saw it. Shit, I can feel it. I'm soothing it right now. Let me go get secure, safe medical attention, not somebody who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, because if you're a doctor, then you'll know. I'll come to you. If you're not, then you won't know how to help me. And with our emotions, you can only be supported by those who will immediately say, wow, are you okay? Is it good? Are you good? Not the ones who say you should have known better the ones who say, you know what, thank you so much, you're such a great friend, you're so great, no, not that either, but essentially people who do know each other from the heart, because they accept each other, and they don't project that they need to take care of each other's emotions, So again, when people are securely connected, it's because they're secure attachment, if we have an adaptive child, they're not securely connected to themselves, so they don't know how to handle their self-regulation, so they're throwing their three-year-old upset at other people, their bitterness, their human suffering, their drama, everything that's wrong with the world. So they just keep on wanting to vomit it anywhere they go. And the minute that you're not reactive that way is the minute that they might get more reactive because, like I said, they're going to be like, what? You're not. How do you sit like that? It's, It's one of those energy things. You can't help it. They're not an energy vampire. No, no, they're just a person who doesn't want to go to good trauma therapy uh, because they could get help to handle that nervous system or they could be aware of themselves and stop projecting their upset upon other people and stop doing the codependent type, let me push and shove my human suffering ID on you and make you believe in it <laughs> or let me make you, they can't make, but that's what it feels like when they're like, ah, oh, here it is. <laughs> Obviously, I'm being silly right now. So long story short, we distanced people. They distanced us. It's no cutting cords. It's a natural progression. We don't even actually call each other up. We just know the beauty of 5D mystics, functional adults, and the Enlightenment Soul Age Group is we don't need to talk about things when there's misalignment. Uh, it just happens. The ones that we actually talk to, it's because we're trying to say, we can work it out, we can work it out. Yeah, nah, nah, yeah. That's a nice song. Nah, 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 nah. I need to go look up the, the lyrics again, but we already talked about that channel song. So we can always work it out, but it's with those who want to raise their vibration. The ones who want to stay bitter, no. They pout about things. So this is where those people, they make it clear that we love each other. We're not vibing on the same vibe. What I love about all my friends is that we know each other so well that when we want some space, we give it. Nothing, in fact, changes one bit. That's what a secure connection is because I'm a safe haven. They're a safe haven. I'm a secure base. They're a secure base. That's it. But if we have no interests in common, we're not going to be chit-chatting. If we feel life differently, we're not going to be chit-chatting. We have differences, it's called. Grown-ups know how to say, wow, we'll see each other at the holiday, yeah? The next birthday, cool, see you then, love you, have fun with your human suffering and drama, peeps, I'm sure it'll be fun with all the ones who believe in the devil and evil. Oh, yeah, yeah, go and be demonic, no, you're not demonic, which one are you? Are you the martyr, or are you the anointed one that can't save the world because all humans are going to go to hell, which one is it? Bye, so we have said goodbye. I say yes, and you say no, and I say hi, and you say go, 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 stop and go. There you go. So here's what happens when when that's fun. (laughs) You're a shit. No, you're a shit. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, come on over here. So which one of the different topics do we want to talk about today that we have completely opposing views on? Let's have some fun. That's how the 5D mystics and opposing spectrums of visibility come together because we vibe in a high because nobody's in hypervigilance, FYI. We're insecure in a securely attached body. Confident to be quirky in us. And ah, mysticism. Can we say how fun it is to have our lovely oversoul and do Akashic Record readings? Halloween is here. Who's having fun? I can't wait for our 5D mystics to get together because we have a whole different experience than the 4D do with this whole mind, mind plane. So to be continued in the future once we're all gathered up. And on that note, let's see, where else was I reading to you? So from the WhatsApp group, this one's the basic Inspiring Human Potential one. And then again, like I said, the other one has a longer title. Just look for Inspiring Human Potential Inner Growth 5D Mystic Functional Adult Enlightenment Community. That's the one that is connected to our content. And then the other one is the shares that I was reading you. The ex- excerpt from. So, we do know, as I was stating, that trauma is relational. And therefore, we can together, because of intimacy created, help people to heal. That's why it's important to handle the projection to the best of our ability, so that you can, one, again, create a safe space for somebody if they're ready to expand and they want to expand and you continue to move together, they are doing personal development, maybe therapy, you don't know, they'll know, they'll share, you'll share. The point is you're experiencing those relationships with two and more people, handling their subjective thoughts and feelings, not projecting them. So the adult conversation is, here's the data, here's my subjective take on it, here's my subjective feeling on it, Here's what I would want to see, and here's where I did my part. What do you say? This is what I want to see now. Okay, this is what I see we can do. This is what I see we can't do. Okay, how do we want to meet? The ability to do this is to people that want to tangle. So if we have instead one that doesn't, okay, so here's where it's not going to be healing and expanding consciousness. It's going to create a healthy boundary. And that's between all. That doesn't mean it's a splinter or a rupture. Splinters and ruptures happen when people have debates. No, not debates. When they, uh, when they insult each other. So, you know the cancel culture people? They do splinters and ruptures. Remember with my one friend where we are in our perfect harmony at this point. But I told you we had three incidences. One where I said, Look, they had shared with me a long letter. They even closed that letter out with stating something that was intended to hurt my feelings because they brought into the mix vulnerable private information that I had shared with them. They're a friend. So I shared stories where I was heartbroken or sad or something like that. Vulnerable means where I'm actually having a moment where I'm. Emotionally, trusting you with something that is um, important, right? Because see this where all, all, all emotions are important, but being vulnerable means when you are in a minute where you need to be, you need, you would like, but you would love to be supported. That's that minute that your nervous system is seeking for a nervous system to regulate with. One that will get the ventral vagal nervous system online, right? And so what happens when instead you have a hypervigilant nervous system and so you have an adaptive child? You have a person who doesn't know how to be in their ventral vagal state. You have a person who doesn't know what? They don't care to know. They learn to play the game and to lie and to just keep on lying and saying people suck or people this, whatever it is, it doesn't even matter. So let me think. I have some of my lovely lovely friends, I'm thinking about one of them, one of my girlfriends, we don't see in any way, shape, eye to eye, she is definitely completely different than than me, but there's one thing that she always cares about, and that is my emotional happiness, and that's something that's been forever and ever, in fact, she's one of the few people that I know, that I could potentially count on in a way. And even here, though, she has a family. So her priority is going to always be her family. But what I'm trying to say is I know that if I'm down and under, she's not going to try and prove a point or do something like that. She's going to look, first of all, to support me into getting back into my ventral vagal nervous system. And in fact, she did do that for me recently. It was so cute. She's, <laughs> she's the first time, but I loved it. She immediately hugged me as I was having one of my moments and she just would not let go of me. I was actually like, you know, you can let go of me. I was wanting to tell her, but she, <laughs> she wasn't because intuitively she knew. So this is when a person intuitively is doing something Because their nervous system moves into and is in a ventral vagal state, okay? So they're not in a hypervigilant state with you. They're not in their midline, studying you, whatever it is. Other people have supported, but it's out of a different energy. It's out of a different nervous system is what I should say. So this example is where my friend in her ventral vagal state brought my nervous system into ventral vagal state. I could feel the oxytocin gene hormone. I could feel my body was being held safely. Although I was also self-conscious because we were out in public. And I'm like, shit, I'm out. I want to go home. (laughs) You know, so I'm like in one of these moments. And she's just not letting me go because she's doing... I'm laughing right now because it was hilarious. Because, yeah, she intuitively. I don't talk to her about a lot of things because we don't have time, but that's my one friend who, even though we think differently, she knows how to support me. She wants my happiness, so it's nice. You're lucky when you have, even if it's just one person, because in this life, a lot of people make up the excuse of, oh, I learned how to be an asshole because all people are assholes, (laughs) so you get more of those people. The ones who empathize, with the panic attacks it's because they have their own anxiety so of course it's special but that is where their empathy and their ability to engage with me is different it's from understanding what it's like to be uncomfortable and in fact that doesn't soothe my nervous system at all I'm already feeling their feeling that they need to do something so they're in a hypervigilant state not in a ventral state and I'm like shit now I need, I need you to move away from me but I can't tell you because you think you're supporting me and you're not and I need to, you know, so long story short, this is 5D mystic enlightenment, so age plan, though. Not, not just mystic, you're, like, completely aware of yourself. So if you're aware of yourself like this, I'm sure, and hopefully you don't have panic attacks. because They are annoying, I have to be honest. But that was one random share. There you go. So there are differences that you will notice when you have people who want to uh, support you. It's immediate. It doesn't require any time. Now, there's understanding for those who can't. My girlfriend, she can because her and I have that level of friendship because I've always met her with the same uncontrolled love. So we, we just have always found each other and she has the inclination To be a person who's in her ventral vagal as a human being. Although she has her stories. She has her limited consciousness stories. But she's an individual who knows when life throws her a curveball, she handles it with love. And she doesn't twist it into something bitter. So she has healthy self-worth in her own body. She has a three-year-old whole heart. Okay, She doesn't have a trauma narrative in her body. So she's not creating codependent relationships. She's not living her relationships from a hypervigilance. She's living her relationships from a state of ease. And then the stories are from her culture, from the uh, society's narratives. So when she speaks of limited ideas, in fact, her and I always exchange it. It's with a nervous system that knows how to tend to life with love. And therefore, her body is in the same as a 5D person. But her mind navigates it from a spectrum of duality with culture and thoughts and da-da-da, which is where it's uh, something very different. But of course, still, when it comes to embracing all, for the person, it limits what they can embrace. But they're the ones who need to want to break free from it. If instead they see that world in the way they see it, i are going to stay in that. And that's where my friend also has a story. And her story, like I said, is a little bit different, though, because her nervous system is not in a hypervigilant state. And so when she speaks the same words that others who instead are in a hypervigilant state, her body doesn't cringe with fear or helplessness or hopelessness or suffering my friend's body is present vital with with vitality with energy ready and fully engaged and this is what makes their ability to be in a life day to day that doesn't have the emotional struggle that instead a person with a trauma story does okay so on that note Let me move back to where I was going, which was all of what we do in our day-to-day interactions can bring the potential for healing to those who want to move into their grown-up land, as well as inspire infinite higher human consciousness potential experiences and inner well-being. This and more is what the IHP community and all the IHP content is about. So that's our new WhatsApp channel. IHP and then the IHP with the longer title, IHP IG. Da, 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 da. <laughs> okay. And on that note, with the full moon and the lunar eclipse, it's partial. You will have partially <laughs> eclipsed. You will have been able to decide how to handle those situations with people who are in their hypervigilance. And so people who do not want to see or can't see you in um, a way of supporting where you're headed. If you have healed from childhood trauma and or are healing, that means you are learning and have decided to distance and or create a way to have time away from the individuals who... Trigger certain things, and we talked about you, the adult, you holding your three year old, your three year old child holding that hand, and you being in the adult now and practicing bringing your adult with your ventral vagal state there. While, of course, those sensations of the three year old. So, Patrick Tianhan's exercise are all what he did with the group. This is all a way that people can learn to self-regulate when noticing, though, their window of tolerance popping up. And so here, I'm going to read from his, his content again. The work that they did was to spend time bringing up the trauma so that's you bring up a little sliver of the trauma and you notice your window of tolerance and that's the hypervigilance which you'll be easy to immediately notice cuz you'll get uncomfortable from that moment you bring the opposite experience than what happened as a child and so this is where your attachment system your nervous system is engaging Okay, and so in the minute that you're feeling uneasy, uncomfortable is the minute you are here, you're like, I'm an adult, I'm here, I'm, I'm revisiting or my body is bringing up sensations that I recognize. They are about me not being seen. Okay, so let me visualize me being seen. It's also why we want to have our masterclass with group with people. So you can have exercises together. And we do something that will not be using the words necessarily of trauma because I'm personal development, but we do acknowledge that trauma can be a part of the equation since I'm trauma informed and somatic informed, but I might use limited consciousness. I don't know yet. I'll think about it, but the group work is important because we learn how to see each other, putting it into practice and that's because you need a safe space. You want a safe space. You, you want to bring up the feeling. You can do it on your own, but obviously having someone, that's where the body and or the visibility supports, because obviously it's online, so uh, it's not going to be body to body, meaning that you can hold a hand. But if you have people that are loved ones that you know you could do practice with, that's where you can practice to feel seen and then to know it's okay to be seen. So like for me, when I do the practices, which I don't actively do all the time, but it's with fear. It's okay to feel fear. So when fear is coming up, I can remind myself in my head, my chit-chatter, it's okay to feel fear. And then that silence is where you allow yourself to feel safe to be you and to allow that sensation to be, un- to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. The part about people wanting realness, that's where you would know that you're the real deal, imperfect and flawed, we all are, right? And then that we are not here to have to protect ourselves. So people want realness and not our false protective selves. And the false protective selves are the adaptive child. The adaptive child is falsely protecting an inner child because it's a charged state and you're putting up defenses against another human being who has nothing to do with where your trauma was experienced, which was in the home. And even here, forgiveness with the household. Some people will want to move into it. Some people will not. That's where I'm going to leave that to the side and say the 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age group Functional Adult does. We have complete forgiveness. It's a process, and it's called my parents and family did not choose their unresolved trauma, transgenerational trauma, their situations. I'm not going to be hurting them or being upset. I will process my emotions. I will take ownership of my upset. They did not maybe take ownership of theirs. I will handle my words with care because they are just as much human as I am, and they were 18 months as much as I was. Okay, the adult person knows how to separate data, story, feelings, behavior, equanimity. And here's why when we have those who project and those who bring their trauma to us, the 5D mystic, with our oversoul, we don't cut cords, we don't cancel people, we don't talk about our loved ones as energy vampires, Or compare them to sirens or mermaids, or what are the none of that? Although we will know who in our life is a siren, who in our life is a mermaid. I got friends, my one girlfriend, mermaid, others, sirens, not mermaids. The ones that are mermaids, mermaids. The ones that are sirens, sirens. So you'll always have a handful of mermaids and sirens. That's because those who don't know how to self-regulate their nervous system, they have a trauma narrative and they are living a world in their body with hypervigilance. And they're consistently, when you hit eye contact, in their midline with their survivor mode. So they're studying you. They're not there to be your friend. They're there to be seen, to be soothed by the omnipotent, Supposed to be omnipotent other person that is not their parent. And once they're upset, you should have known better. You should have done this. I'm going to prove it to you. And you got those lists going on. So when people are canceling them, each other, themselves, each other, they're choosing to bitch about each other like teenagers is how I say it. But there's bigger stories behind it. However, if you remain in a unresolved trauma response and an adoptive child your entire life, you're kind of choosing to be hurt in your body. So stop going around right here, telling other people that they are pretending to be happy in life, that they should not be smiling like the one dude goes to the Dalai Lama and tells him, how dare you smile. Okay, so We're in an era of 5D mystics and functional adults because there are those of us who learned and are learning and we will continue to learn throughout our lovely masterclass, the paid content on our podcast, YouTube, how to regulate emotionally speaking, to build those relationships and not to bring the drama but to know how to handle the drama that those who have unresolved trauma and or their trauma narrative story or their limited consciousness story when they come at whatever it is they're going to do and so we can instead of doing what they do have nice expansive conversations the ability to live relationships minus the drama is because you know how to navigate life from your ventral vagal state but you also choose to expand to your infinite higher human consciousness potential so in addition to being safe To be yourself, so you're good with being seen, you're good with being you, you're good with being the real you, and you're happy to finally be able and not be the adaptive false part of you, but to be the healed hypervigilance part of you. So now you look like a... No, you don't just look like you feel and are an open-hearted, spontaneous person. And you understand that people are people. So you're not going to have people that actually are... Going to be functional adults always or adaptive children. We don't use always when it comes to people. We use I choose you for who you are. My love is unconditional because I'm a securely attached person who knows how to be loving and respectful and set up a safe space for you to be yourself. But if you keep your false. Hypervigilant self, I will be able to create what is called a healthy boundary because I will direct. Let me go to the last bit of story how it's going to go, what I can meet, what I can't meet. I will give you direct communication and I will not insult you, but I will let you know of aspects very directly. So, when it comes to any of you who have dealt with people who have lied, betrayed, cheated, done revenge, done spite, done, you name it, you did not have the, oh, the devil and evil, all people, I will never trust again, okay, so for my 5D mystics that got thrown whatever curveball, you didn't say the shitty stereotypes, oh, love doesn't exist, people, they're all fucked up, you said, huh, That was interesting, (laughs) or something like that. Um, The part about how people made up things when I was a teenager, I did not, again, think of it as something long-term. Then I grew up, and there's a lot of sirens out there. They think they're mermaids, though, because they have clairs. It's unfortunate that they sit at home and ruminate instead of get into a ventral vagal nervous system. And on that note, whatever you eclipsed, And whatever is coming in, I can tell that you are quite excited and that you can see the bigger picture and that right now, the biggest mystery for you is the future because of this new way that you have of exploring life. And the exploration, for those of you who have Claire's, it's more about disengaging from The stories of those who say you have to cut your twin flame out or not be with the twin flame or be with the twin flame or twin flames or cutting karmics and ending soul contracts. So you have disengaged from using stories to talk about your oversoul. And you also know your oversoul, the ones of you who have been awakened to your clairs. So you know the people who are part of your life But you also naturally know what it means when you have different interests, okay? So it's not a cutting, it's a recalibration. Recalibrating, if you had to recalibrate by speaking up, it's because those who don't know how to be adults especially if you have some people who were used to you being always the one who would take care of them, you know, they're going to be a little bit pushier. So you're finally, though, free of that because you're able to say, look, I respect, you're you, I'm me. I am appreciative of our time together, but I'm, as I shared, moving on. (laughs) Whoever it is, whatever it is. So you're just able to repeat yourself in a very normal way with whoever and how many ever people that keep on approaching you that would want to be in your life but that you know i need room and space from you and really i don't have that time 24 hours is all i have okay for my solo poly secure or my poly amory community maybe you're not solo poly and maybe you're not securely attached just yet although i'm hopeful that you know the difference And say hopeful because some of you might be new listeners. There is a difference. Again, secure attachment means you take ownership of your thoughts and emotions. You don't say somebody has to make me feel better. You say, I feel this way and here I'll explain why. And then we can talk about it. No, we don't have to. I will learn how to understand if you're always going to be this way and work with my own window of emotional stuff. (laughs) Because that's the part of every person has a way that they are. And so you're not here to go dictating to somebody how they should talk, what they should talk about, what they shouldn't do, how they should behave. Unless they are physically touching you, there's nothing for you to have to say to a person. Because unless you're their parent, (laughs) this is the part, or they're your parent, right? So people really don't understand that differentiation of the self means we express ourselves however it is we express ourselves. And being charged is not something that is a crime. In fact, we learn how to be charged and uncharged. And again, that's called self-regulation. Those relationships that are awesome are the ones where you're a shit. No, you're a shit. No, you are fuck you, fuck you. And let's go have fun. And that's where we stand. 5D, it's here. We're going to get to talk about a lot of beautiful things with the people that we are surrounded by and with with our activities. The 4D people, they've chosen to stay in their vibration. This does not mean you don't engage or see each other. No, it just means that when you come together, there's a different type of vibe. And that's all. It's not an unpleasant vibe. It's, uh, what, what words should I use for it? I don't know what words to use. It's like a grown-up with a teenager. That's the word I'm going to use, because that's what it feels like. Because teenagers get, all. Oh, I was a very much perfectionist, like, ah, no, this way and that way. Now I still get that way, but in a different way. <laughs> in a more, I'm open to conversing, but I'm still charged way. And that's why it is not necessarily something people notice from the outside that you are in that enlightenment, so age group, or that you're a 5D mystic or functional adult, it's the you that knows it, and those who are where you're at, so when people do know the difference between a person who knows how to be their grown-up version, so securely attached, versus when they're around people who do not know how to be in their grown-up version, and so they don't know how to self-regulate their emotional body, or they're three-year-old, and they project it, Okay, the teenager is leading the way because the adoptive child is not tending to their own. I can see myself; they're using the energy of fear, which can be masked by anger, self-righteousness, and it's also masking shame and guilt and apathy. And I'm unworthy. I'm uh, you know at fault. I, I can't do anything. It's unfair. So the charge masks. And they use activities, drugs, alcohol, sex, food, their group, their silverback to say, no, I can yell at you like this because I'm right and you're wrong and I'm going to show you and how dare you be disrespectful to me or to my institution. You're the... So they treat thoughts as truths as they huffy puffy and don't blow any houses down like in the three bears story or whatever, the little pig story. Okay, so we learn how to be like, hey... I was just talking about a different opinion. I see it's personal. I think it's good if we just end it here. What do you think? Yeah, good. Let's have a good time. We've got 24 hours. No need for us to get pissy in our pants for anything. And we move forward. So the teenagers, they hang out together and they vibe in 3D, 4D. No, they don't even get to 4D, actually. If they get to 4D, it's all by themselves when they're with the stars. And that's why they keep talking about next lifetime. This lifetime, I'm going to cut all of you out. And that's, you know, they cut people out of their lives. It's sad because they live a life doing the same karma circle. And then they even use the word and don't know it. But they did choose the suffering bit word. So they kind of know that. When you choose your story, I mean, we all were given a story. Because we all grew up in a home, our first filter to ourselves and to society comes from our family. Our family is the primary caregiver. So whatever they will have spoken to us made some difference. And that's where those of us who knew, I'm not your story. I'm a different story. I get to create my story. Hurrah! And we got to keep creating it. We are here today creating our own song like a lovely canary with that lovely crown. And being able to rejoice. So have a lovely full moon. Bringing to life all that you have dreamed of. It is a new era for every one of us. (laughs) One way, shape or form. And if you have Claire's, it's even more fun. I am a lot joyous to bring to you in 2024. I need to figure out how I want to organize some of the channeled guidances. But I'm looking forward to also building our mystics group and getting to chit-chat, and or getting to do some of that, uh, questions for those who will need guides, and anyways, to keep talking about the plane of Claire's but differently than how 4D is doing it, so at the end of the day, all of these events are always going to bring tangible results to those of us who, when life sends us a curveball, we can catch it, and even if we can't, we feel it, and we look at it, and we expand from it we create and we bring together that's 5d oneness consciousness it's we're all one big family we are not always on the same page not even close but we do know how to be a healed for those who had hypervigilance a healed hypervigilance person with a ventral vagal state now or a consistent ventral vagal state person and therefore be open-hearted automatically And not being a person who thinks they're going to do something that will hurt my feelings. It can happen. It might not. I'm going to take a risk. What's the worst that can happen? They use my words against me? Are they really using words against me? No, they're just showing me that they don't know how to self-regulate when they're upset. And that they're going to be spiteful or vengeful or want me I don't know it doesn't matter. once they've shown their cards it's like poker now I can see you. I see that your not true self, your false protective self, your trauma safety behavior self is out there so you don't have an adult in the room you have an adoptive child and therefore I the adult who was actually genuinely sharing my open heart and all that is part of me knows that it will be used in moments of your upset so let's see I've learned something that's all. And it did not come into the mix and ruin my dreams, not even a little bit. Still following my heart, still looking at the opportunity to move forward. That's 5D mystics for you and functional adults because no curveball is a curveball. There's always the opportunity to expand our consciousness thanks to our relationships because, again, trauma is relational. But when you know how to navigate your own nervous system, you're not building trauma. You have a window of welcome for your emotional body. Your nervous system is how you stay within your social engagement system, with or without yoga. It's a choice to stay open-hearted. I began as a teenager when it wanted to close. And I was like, huh, no, you're not. Otherwise, I'd be lying if I closed my heart, because I met all the immature teenagers. I just thought they were teenagers, not that their trauma narratives or that their limited consciousness stereotypes would continue. And then, lo and behold, they did instead. So again, when you meet people who are navigating the ventral vagal nervous system, like my one girlfriend and other girlfriends and boyfriends, it's great. When you meet the ones who are not, it's something that I don't want to say it's not great because we get an opportunity. Of course, it's something that will leave us needing to figure out how to handle ourselves and the situation so that we can make everybody comfortable. First of all, how we feel, of course, and then how can we, can we, is the question. All of us will figure out a way to be able and reach harmony because a nervous system regulates based on its surrounding. And when you know how to stay in a space of love because you're in that enlightenment soul age group, you know how to self-regulate. So you're going to bring the vibration of love because that's our social engagement system and ease. And that's it. So you're not navigating in a way that is of the siren. You're a mermaid. And the sirens, they're going to keep doing their siren bit, but it's themselves that they're going to be drawn. Like, it's its a whole all by themselves. So, at most, they might not dare to be around our light. No, it's not that. The energy of love is something that brings out love. And their nervous system will engage in it. If they don't like to be around love, then they'll move away from it. That's the point. They'll move away because not of... Um, Because trauma memory is that painful. So we feel bad for people who don't go to good trauma therapists because they could heal their hypervigilance. They could heal their trauma narrative. They could heal the part of their cells that has the shame, defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, the self-loathing, the bitterness, the blame feeling abandoned, they could release all of those zero to one year old and three year old emotions where they felt and still feel helpless and they still feel abandoned. And that's because when they got thrown curveballs, they got literally continued to be pummeled into the dirt. It's very sad because it's all a visual that I'm giving you. But these people, when they're ruminating, that's what they see. And instead of saying, I'm imagining something. And if I imagine this I'm going to keep staying in this feeling and I'm going to be creating this. This is stupid of me to use my imagination brain this way. I should not be here. What am I doing? I'm gonna create a different visual and FYI, I remembered there's one moment where I had a visual that was something, I won't describe it right now, but I had this moment. I was like, what are you doing, Maria? <laughs> if you keep seeing this, or if you see this, what do you think is gonna to happen tomorrow? That's a it's unnecessary. So let's scratch that, shall we? And this was no trauma informed anything. It was just me knowing common sense. Uh, don't do that. That's not going to work to help you right now. It's just going to make it worse. So um, the part about worse, it can't really get worse than right? But emotionally, we can harness always love. Let's spread the word, share the love, be compassionate. We'll be back with more. Have a great day.